About That Action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Lastly, we're brought to you by Sean Green, the boss man. Pre-order Sean Green's latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, for only $3.99. That's right, only $3.99. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. that action boss welcome everyone to bout that action on the sports gambling podcast network i'm your host kyle waddy watnell joined by my co-host and partner in picks mark megatron glass how are you mark not gonna lie i'm pretty exhausted right now recording on a monday night not our usual sunday morning uh you know thing we do every week you had to go out of town I did. I was in the lovely city of San Francisco. Love that. Love that. How was the trip? Uh, it was fantastic. Homeless capital of the world. Mm. Actually, honestly, not as bad as Los Angeles. I didn't know that it was the homeless it, capital. It might not be. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of homeless don't, people don't, there. Don't check, don't check them on A lot that. of homeless people there. Uh, I bought a pizza for a homeless guy, so I did a good deed. Oh, you're a good guy. Which makes up for all the other sins that were committed. Right. I would like to think. <laughs> it was a good time. A yeah, good, any a good, good stuff A good out break there? from the norm. Um yeah there was a lot Ooh, here's a good one mm. i actually accomplished probably one of my top five athletic achievements while i was there really if you can believe that yeah i mean d3 soccer is a high is high on the totem pole so yeah. i can't wait to hear what top it's that. really high yeah what'd you do but i went high i went higher than d1 wow i might have went higher than the professional you went ranks. To, oh you went past open division you went past pro what'd you do you ever hear of a game called Beard Eye? Oh, I know Beard Eye. I know you know Beard Eye. I don't yeah. know if the listeners know Beard Eye. Uh, if they're if a real you don't, one, go look it up. They know Beard Eye. Just go Google if you look it up. I uh-huh. feel like our demographic knows it. Probably. A classic drinking game. Yeah. Really fun one. Um, Good daging day. Or yeah, exactly. So I, so I was uh, with some people up in San Francisco. They had a backyard with like a sand pit and a Beard Eye table. Mm-hmm. Great vibe. Cool. So I was playing in one of the games, right? And basically in beer die, the holy grail of beer die is tossing the die up and sinking it in your opponent's cup. Right. Which, me prefacing this story with that, you already know that's what I did. But there's a little bit more. All right. Score is tied, right? Five to five. Do you hear yourself right now? You're literally breaking it down. I'm setting the scene. I'm setting the scene. All right. Score is tied five to five. It's around 3 p.m. Sun is shining. Air is, the tank is clean. Mm Mm-hmm. Sun is shining, tank is clean. <laughs> Toss it up, right? Score side 5-5. Five, five. I proclaim to the table, who, which is three guys that I've never met before. Mm. First time meeting them. Okay. I go, I go, this sinks for the game. Mm. I toss it up. 
while it's in the air, I turn around, I walk away, Babe Ruth style. While it's like, like yeah, like, you're, pimp, like going, you're pimping a home run. I lock eyes mm. with this girl who's like five yards behind me. Mm-hmm. She had the most beautiful blue eyes. That's true. Six yards for social distancing. No, no, that's six feet. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> she was 18 feet away. <laughs> she's like five. She's right, like right, five right, right, right. We lock eyes. You lock eyes while the die is airborne. While the die is airborne. Okay. I hear it splash. Mm. Everyone goes nuts. Everyone screams. The girl like had the biggest shocked look on her face. Uh-huh. I was in love. <laughs> I was in love. It was a love at first sight moment. And I just stuck my hand out. I said, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> my name is Mark. <laughs> it was straight out of a movie. Yeah, right. It was insanity. Such it, a douche. Yeah. It turned out that she ended actually had a boyfriend for like four years. Oh, great. They like lived together. Okay. Well, and that's... whether or not I ended that relationship, <laughs> I'll leave up to your imagination. <laughs> But that was like the sick. That, was, that like was the highlight of the week. One of the cooler things I've done in my that's life. That's cool. I like that. But you could take that as like, that's awesome. Or like, that's kind of sad that that's so high up on your yeah, list. Yeah, it depends. You could look at it either way, really. Um, it is a good laugh, though. Uh, just like Sean Green's comedy album. You yeah, what's go that download. all about? Pretty cool. He's got, he's, he's basically releasing What is a his... comedy album? What do you I... mean? What do you mean? What is a <laughs> like, comedy? Is that like... Have you ever heard of stand-up comedy? Yeah, but like, so, but it's in, a stand up comedy album. So, like, there's multiple, oh, there's like multiple, like, that's what an sets. album is. Yeah. I didn't know they did it for comedy. I just thought it was like, oh my gosh. I thought it was either you were just like part time waiter, part time at the Laugh Factory in <laughs> West Hollywood. Right. That's right. Or you were on Netflix in front of 20,000 yeah, people. No, I didn't he, know there was a middle ground. He's a real deal LA stand up comic and he's, uh, yeah, he's released his album. So, that's pretty cool. Um, cool chance to promote it on our show. So, Please, we'll mention it again. Go check that out. It's only three dollars ninety nine cents. Yeah, it's only four dollars. That's you right. You probably have that in quarters sitting in your. Exactly. You can you can pull that together and loose change. Speaking of loose change, Mark, it's time for financial investing one hundred and one. How did your sports betting week go? Not great, but definitely not bad. Okay. Uh, one hundred and forty four dollars total. That's good. You'll take Which that. Which I'm not gonna act like that's some life changing amount of money. But it's $144 that you would have in your pocket. Mm-hmm. If you'd have listened. If you'd have listened to me. You'll be, you're one step closer to the PS5, I would imagine, with that profit. I think I have enough to do it now if I'm staying above 1000 Okay. So I had the Lakers winning the championship mm-hmm. at plus 160. Mm-hmm. That hit, of course. Me as well, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I had that at, on game one of the season. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, that was a good one. Saints won, which I had, but I also took them in a separate bet to cover the spread. They did not do that. So mm. I walked out of there with $27. Okay. Uh, Dodgers lost game one, which I bet them to do. That was a sketchy one, right? But they won the series. Mm-hmm. Walked out of there with a $64 gain. Rays won the series at well for another $52. In total, that comes out to $144, making a career total of $1,517. Not Love too that. bad. Love that. Uh, I had the Astros beating the Rays, uh, so that was a bummer. That didn't work out. Um, did have the Dodgers on the other side, however, um, so I did take a little bit of money there. Uh, had the Chargers plus 7.5. They covered their spread uh, in what was a great game against the Chiefs, um, so took some profit there. Uh, that was ninety dollars. Uh, Dodgers was sixty-four, as you mentioned. So then lost a hundred for the Astros. Uh, add add a one sixty for the Lakers championship because I was on that train as well. That comes out to a profit of one fifty-four for the week for a total of five twenty-nine. Career. Not a bad day at the office at all. No, not bad at all. I Good will way take to start that. the week. Good I'll way to start that. the week. I'll take that all day long and hopefully. We'll take it in UFC 254, which we're going to break down today. But before we do, Mark, you know what time it is? 
I never do. I leave it all in your hands. <laughs> you always look at me like your eyes get all Every big. Every time you say that, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> was I supposed to be ready for something? <laughs> no, you can just sit back and relax like last week. It's time for the Monday monologue. I got high expectations this week. I know. I'm you, a little you, bit nervous. You performed so well last time. They say nothing's as good the second time, so fingers is that, crossed. Is that what they've been saying? That's what they say. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that was getting told that. <laughs> I'm going to start us off with the Braves series against the Dodgers. As we mentioned, the Braves had a 3-1 series lead before the Dodgers came back and got the win in Game 7. You know, after the season, a lot of players like to spend some of their earnings. I'm sure some of the Braves players will get new sports cars. But I know, I know one thing for a fact, Mark. None of those cars will be stick shifts. You know why? Why not? Because they can't handle any clutch. Oh. Oh. As we mentioned, the Dodgers got the win in Game 7. Cody Bellinger hit the game-winning home run. In his celebration, he jumped up, did an elbow bump with the teammate, dislocated his shoulder. He's going to be fine. The Dodgers players had some fun about it on social media, some good jokes. You know, the, the, the Dodgers players are pretty good with the internet. You know why? Why is that? Well, they're very good at stringing three W's in a row, Mark. Woo! W, w, w dot jumping over to the Lakers championship win over the Miami Heat now there's a bit of a stretch you have to follow me on this one I was watching the final game with a guy who didn't speak very good English okay take this path with me I, I said we don't really need to watch this game obviously the Lakers are going to win in fact it's pointless to watch he said pointless what does pointless mean I've never heard that word before I said, I'll look it up for you. Get the get you the exact definition. I pull up pointless in the dictionary. It said Andre Godala in game six. He's roasting him today. He didn't score any. He's roasting him today. After the game, LeBron James took the chance to plug something. He took the chance to plug the new Discover Travel card. He said, I've been using it the past ten years. And if you get enough points, you can travel for free. <laughs> We'll jump over to some football. The LA Rams lose, get upset by the 49ers. And you know, there's been a lot of uh, COVID protocols around the league. Sean McVay was one of the coaches that had to be told to wear his mask on the sidelines. But he said, I'm not worried about the coronavirus. I'm telling you, we can't catch anything. <laughs> yeah, Jared Goff told that joke to his receivers, but unfortunately, it went over their heads. <laughs> and that's the Monday monologue, week two. He kills it again. I love you, you Conan. You were, Shout out. You were ruthless today. Yeah. Absolutely. Today was more of a roast, huh? He was burning motherfuckers. <laughs> it was more of a roast that monologue. That's fantastic. But uh, yeah, Monday monologue, week two. We'll keep coming back for those sweet, sweet reviews over on Apple Podcasts. So keep those coming our way. That was great. I particularly liked the- I'll uh, keep them coming. The final one went on a bang, and I particularly liked the LeBron James one Thank as well. Thank you. Good. I thought was hilarious, actually, was uh, when the Lakers won the championship. They interviewed LeBron after the game, like during the trophy ceremony. Right. Yeah. He said, like, 
He said, I want... I want my and, respect. Yeah, and no one talked about that line. I, I know, like it was I didn't a great, it. it was a savage line. I texted a couple of my friends that I had like a little group chat with them. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's going to go down. It's like a big line it in did, sports you're, history. You're totally right. And it totally blew over. He literally basically said, I'm better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> that's literally what he was saying. He was like, the Lakers need their respect. Mm -hmm. The coach needs their respect. Mm -hmm. I want my damn respect. That's yeah, what he said. It was savage. That's literally him saying like, I'm, I'm the, the best I am the greatest player ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's so true. It totally got like. And I personally agree. Over. I think LeBron James is a better uh, player historically than than Michael Jordan. That's me. Wow. We can do a whole show on yeah, that. Yeah, that that would take. But that, I just, that would take the whole. I just podcast. thought it was pretty crazy that that was like not really addressed. Yeah, I agree. That was that was a pretty cool moment when he when he broke that down. Um, so yeah, some some cool sports moments from the past week. Uh, it was fun uh, to look back at them and, and come up with some stuff. Uh, and this week, this weekend particularly, going to bring some cool action with UFC 254. Let's go ahead and jump into it. We're going to break down the main card of UFC 254. The first fight on it is a fight that we've actually talked about in the past, which has been rescheduled uh, like three or four times now. Uh, it, that is Magomed and Kalaev, a minus 280 favorite, taking on Ion Kutelaba, a plus 220 underdog. Uh, Kutalaba has tested positive twice for coronavirus at two, for two different <laughs> times they tried Christ. to schedule it. Uh, so that's why uh, it's now finally being booked to open this big card. Uh, last time we said we liked Ankalaev. Uh, Kutalaba is exciting. They had that first fight where he was playing possum and blah, blah, blah. Ref stopped it. Shouldn't have stopped it. Um, we've broken that one down before, so we won't have to dive into it completely. But are you sticking with Ankalaev for this rematch? Yeah, I think I am. I think... That's actually a throwback all the way to episode one. I know. How far we've all come. The way Go back. check out episode one yeah. if you want the fuller, uh, <laughs> more in-depth analysis of this breakdown of this fight. matchup, yeah. That's but yeah, that fight one. last time was absolutely brutal. Mm. Guy went through a whole camp. Terrible stoppage. Trained months. In the first 15 seconds. So yeah. hopefully they'll get a, get a chance to throw their hands this time and, and the fight will last a bit longer. Um, but I'm going to stick with Ankalaev. You're going to stick with him as well. Yep. He's just, a, he's just a, a little bit of a class hire. He's a solid fighter. Kutalaba could surprise him with a knockout, but uh, Kutalaba also tends to gas out. We just think Ankalaev's a, a step above. So we're going to take him at minus 280. Next one on the card, Lauren Murphy, a minus 250 favorite, takes on a late replacement uh, for a fighter that tests positive. Uh, Lilia Shakirova comes in as a plus 195 underdog. Do you know anything about either of these two? Yes. Really? I know that Lauren Murphy could be my mother <laughs> if she was like on 16 and pregnant <laughs> in like 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. If you know what she looks like, that's, that's she hilarious. She looks scary too. She looks super scary. I'm taking her because she looks scary. Yeah, I'm taking her as well just because usually when, when these, you know, late notice fighters come in without a training camp, I mean, it's asking a lot for them to come in and get the win. It doesn't happen very often. Most famously, like it happened with Nate Diaz when he fought McGregor the first time. But uh, since then, there haven't been that many great examples of, of short notice fighters getting the win here. I think Lauren Murphy uh, gets the job done. She was the favorite for the original match. Yeah, she was the favorite for the original matchup. She'll be, she's a favorite in this one by a good, good amount. Uh, minus 250. I'm comfortable taking Lauren Murphy. As long as you're comfortable. Good. Jacob Malkoon, uh, plus 210 underdog, takes on Phil Hawes, minus 270 favorite. Um, Hawes was recently on Dana White's Contender Series show where he landed a pretty sweet knockout. Uh, who do you like in this one? Not for any fighting reasons, but I googled Phil Hawes. Did, mm. He's also nicknamed Megatron. 
No way. Yeah, so I feel like I have to take him. Oh my gosh. What are his physical stats? Like that's amazing. Should I call him out right now? Should I be like, yeah, Yo, call out Phil, Phil Haas. Haas on the show. What are his stats? Where do, where do I even find them? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to look at them while the you U- break. You break it down while I look this All up. All right, on the UFC's website. Uh, Phil Hawes is a guy who went on Dana White's Contender Series, lost the first time, uh, but then came back and won his second time out. Um, he's shown a lot of improvements in his game. Uh, he's shown a commitment to the sport to come back after losing and, and get his final shot and his final contract Dude, he's not in even UFC. that much bigger than me. He's six foot 185. I'm 5'10", 190. Yeah, but he cuts to 185. <laughs> We've talked about how they cut weight, right? He oh, cuts yeah. to 185. I cut, I cut. I'm assuming you saw a picture of him. Are you still going to call him out after seeing what he looks like? I mean, he's he's jacked. Yeah, he's big. He's a big guy. I'll still do it. He's also a UFC fighter. <laughs> I'll still do it. I fought UFC fighters before. Yeah, it's true. You have. Uh, shout out Marvin Vittori. <laughs> uh, Phil Hawes minus 270 is the pick. I can't go with this ja- this Jacob guy. He's, he's not. Uh, I, I feel like this is a... You know, I've said this before on the show. Uh, the UFC is usually pretty strategic about guys who have a good amount of hype coming in. He's got a decent story. P- people remember him. He was recently on the Contender Series. I think they're going to give him a guy who they think he can beat uh, as a minus two seventy favorite. You know that reflects that. So I'm going to stick with it. Can't can't pick a dog yet. Sorry, but we're going to. I'm going to take Phil Haas, and you're going to take him because he's Megatron. You can't not take him, right? Yeah, he's part of the Brotherhood. Fair enough. That'll take us to a heavyweight contest. Alexander Volkov fights Walt Harris. Alexander Volkov is a minus 160 favorite. Walt Harris, uh, plus 130. Uh, what do you think about this one? Here's the dog. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Walt Harris at Absolutely. plus 130. Me Walt too. Harris sounds like he's you like... You stole my dog. I was, that, was, that was my dog, I thought. Stole it. Yeah, I, I, I picked it first. That's my dog. Walt Harris, I'm like really excited about betting on Walt he Harris. He sounds like someone that like should be selling me insurance <laughs> in like Reno. But then <laughs> you that, actually look at him and he's just an absolute monster. Yeah, he is. He has a cool nickname too. He's the big ticket. Um, little That's bit a of, great nickname. Yeah, a little bit of uh, background on him. Um he was on an absolute roll, uh, went through a life tragedy, lost his, uh, lost his daughter, uh, who was murdered in the yeah, super sad story. Stepdaughter, yeah. Thank you. It was equally as bad. Yeah, it was awful. Um, and he actually came back for a big fight against, um, Overeem, Alistar Overeem. Um, and then he actually lost that fight to Overeem, but he had a chance to put Overeem away, which is saying a lot. That's why I'm taking him here as an underdog. Um, he almost put Overeem away, and Overeem is the absolute top of the mountain um, up there with the Nganus, the Stipes, the those guys of that stature. So um, I think this is a good spot here. I think he came back, had a good, a decent comeback fight where he, you know, he lost. Unfortunately, he did get TKO'd. Um, but I see Volkov as a guy who's been around a lot longer and maybe might be going, you know, the other direction as Walt Harris is coming up. And maybe this is where they cross paths you know, with the Walt convergence Harris. Point. Yeah, exactly. They're at the meeting point in their careers where they have to cross. The old get fed to the young. I think Walt Harris gets the job done here. Plus 130 as an underdog. I like that breakdown. Sweet. Let's go to the co-main event. One of the names you're probably more familiar with on this lineup. Robert the Reaper Whitaker. A minus 115 pick'em versus Jared the Killer Gorilla. Cannoneer also at <laughs> minus one fifteen. Um, uh, last time you actually picked, uh, I think you picked Robert Whitaker to beat Darren Till. Uh, I don't know if it was on a show or not, but you definitely picked that at some point. Um, and he did get the job done there. Uh, do you like him again in this one? Yeah, I do. The, the thing about Robert Whitaker is like he hasn't lost. Like so, he lost to Adesanya, he which did. is like that like doesn't really even count. 
because everyone does <laughs> yeah that's like that's just part of being in that this division is you lose to Adesanya yeah and uh, before that I think the last time he lost was in like 2014 yeah, like it was a, a long time ago. Yeah, he was beat Yoel Romero twice. Right, he was the champ for a while. Yeah, and then obviously he beat Darren Till, who I'm not even sure if Darren Till's a human. That guy was <laughs> literally like, should be dead right now. Uh, he was like, well, he's in like some insane bar fight and lived. <laughs> yeah, like he that. was. That's right. Yeah, he and he, but, he, but he was on the come up. He was mm-hmm. just like your classic like Liverpool street fighter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robert Whitaker took care of him. Yeah, he did. It was by decision. And... Uh, yeah, I just like him. I like I like the old timer. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you here. At a lot of books, um, Robert Whitaker is actually a slight underdog. Um, so if you can get him as an underdog, that's great. My bookie has it listed as a pick'em, which I think is more accurate. Um, I think these guys are very even. Jared Cannoneer's uh, funny story actually started as a heavyweight, then went to light heavyweight. Now is in middleweight. Isn't that crazy? Like that crazy work? weight loss journey. Uh, he literally just used to you know be a big kind of fat Jared guy. from Subway. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Jared from commercial. Subway <laughs> Cannoneer. I like that. <laughs> that his, his fighting name. <laughs> oh, his name's Jared. Yeah, I know. That's the joke. <laughs> I didn't even realize that when I made it. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. Jared from Subway Cannoneer. Yeah, but you don't, you don't want to be known as Jared from Subway uh, for oh, what something else. What a name else. that would be. Um, we should start a petition for him to do that. <laughs> but yeah, he actually uh, went through this crazy weight loss journey where he he, he got in a real, real good shape. Now he's like shredded. He's been on a tear. He's got crazy good power. But I'm with you on this one. I just think Whitaker's a, a little bit of a class above. And people think that Jared Cannonier's on the way up and he's going to get the next title shot. Adesanya thinks he's going to get the next title shot. But I'm going to have to go ahead and pick Robert Whitaker here until I can see him lose to someone who is not Adesanya. You agree? Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I feel like uh, with the UFC, like you've been saying, there's a certain group of guys that are just a little bit better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I think Robert Whittaker is one of those guys. The top of the hill. The top of the hill. Before we jump into the main event, let's get some ad reads out of the way. I'll go ahead and take my bookie. You can take the next one, Mark. I'll give you the next one, okay? No, thanks. You stand by. At mybookie.ag, winning season means the NFL is in full swing, and it's your chance to win big. There's no sweeter feeling than watching your team storm back in the fourth to win a game and put cash in your pocket. Whether you're a first-time player or a veteran to the game, taking the underdogs or scoring or siding with the favorites, the fact is there won't be a better time to get in on the action. Join now using our promo code SGP20, and you can grab a free $20 wager with your first deposit to bet on anything in the sportsbook. That's right. My bookie is giving you the chance to make your first ever bet a winning one, and it's on the house. Nothing beats NFL action, and nothing absolutely nothing beats free money. So join now and take advantage. Don't even think about it. Head over to my bookie now and get your stake in the game. NFL action, NBA finals over. MLB playoffs still going on. That's winning season, baby, and it begins today exclusively at my bookie. A very special promotion. That's right. Near and dear to our hearts. Sean Green, not the legendary Dodgers player. No. But the legendary founder and host of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. The man that pays the bills, the man that keeps the light on, the man that puts food on my table. Love it. Love it. New comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, for only $3.99 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. I feel like there's not a lot of advertising that needs to be done here. The album title comes from something his dad yelled after an Eagles loss. If a $3.99 album wasn't enough, we also got a chance for you DGens to win big. Pre-order by 
The 26th. Which one's 10? Oh, that's October 26th. And send in a <laughs> screenshot to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. One winner will get $100 cash, a SGP hoodie, and a chance to give out their lock, dog, and tease on air. Not our that's show. Sick. Not our show. Their show. I don't want you on my show. <laughs> sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. It's only $3.99. If you don't have that, then you're way too broke to be listening to this podcast right now. You need to go get a job. Thrive Fantasy, come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. That's right. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and has awarded over $1,600,000 in cash prizes. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $50 with your first deposit. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today, and don't forget that promo code SGP. Take us home, Mark. Well, I know Kyle's been thinking about starting his own sports book, but he doesn't know how. All the time. I don't know if that is a, applies to you guys. doesn't apply to me. That seems like a really sketchy business to get involved in. But if you want <laughs> to take that chance, be fun. Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 in some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers a live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. Good work. We dive into the main event of the even taking place at like it's gonna be around like noon on uh on this coming saturday which i love which is kind of cool um because uh khabib is such a draw in you know the middle east and in russia uh they are making this fight card on their time zones not our time zone so even though usually most of the abu dhabi fights on fight island have been uh prime time for us this one will not be so the main card kicks off at 11 o'clock in the morning um you got any plans to watch this in the morning? I, mean, I feel like that's a good way to start the day. Good like maybe beers. like yeah, maybe Saturday, depending on what you're doing the night before. Maybe you're having a slow morning. Right. You want to sleep in after a hard week of work. You wake up ten. Get up at ten thirty. Yep. Get your favorite breakfast. Mm-hmm. I like breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Me and too. Just watch two guys beat the shit out of each <laughs> other. That'll get you jazzed up to start your day. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov, a minus three fifty favorite. Justin the highlight Gaethje plus. 275 underdog oh man um we broke down justin's last fight when he beat tony ferguson um you remember watching that one that was a unexpected uh dominant victory for justin um do you think he can do the same sort of thing against a guy like habib who's never lost short answer is no Mm-hmm. But long answer. Long answer is that I actually really like Justin Gaethje. Mm-hmm. I love his wrestling ability. Mm-hmm. Like this guy's an elite wrestler. Yes, like he there's is. guys that are really good on the ground. There's guys that are great on the ground. And then there's guys like Khabib, mm-hmm. who he's even higher. Who probably. lives on the ground? Yeah, they literally live on the ground. Right. And Justin Gaethje's one of those guys. I think it was really interesting that uh, 
Gaethje was actually interviewed one time and they asked like you're such an elite wrestler like why do you stand up and fight like confrontationally with your mm-hmm. like with strikes yeah and he said that's because that's how you get paid more money in yeah, the UFC totally totally then he realized holy shit if I start actually wrestling people and adding my my biggest strength to my repertoire of fighting <laughs> then I'm actually a title contender exactly that's exactly right and so he changed his game up he put a he put he put uh, Tony Ferguson through an absolute clinic yeah he did he taught he taught Tony Ferguson how to fight on that day <laughs> and he rightfully earned this showdown with Khabib and right. I think it's going to be a great match I think it's going to be a lot of wrestling personally mm-hmm. and, it probably will be and I think uh, I think Gaethje's wrestling background is going to allow him to stay in the cage for a while and I think he'll be good at controlling the space because he's what they call a folk style wrestler. This is well, what I learned. At, look at this. A folk style wrestler, which look is like Mark, very, girl. very big on the scrambling element, mm. getting out of sticky situations. Scrambled eggs, for sure. And so I think it's going to be more difficult than usual for Khabib to actually, you know, pin him keep up. Keep him in one yeah, place. Yeah, pin him up against the fence and, you know, kind of corner Tie his legs him. up and yeah, keep I him think, there. Yeah, I think Gaethje's going to have the best chance of keeping the fight in the center of the cage and forcing a striking battle. You know. Like no one else has been able to. First of all, great breakdown great research i love all of it um that's what a lot of people were thinking with the whole tony ferguson versus khabib matchup which everyone wanted to see they could never make it happen always a different reason involved Mm -hmm. but people had that same exact thought was that uh tony ferguson is great at scrambling he's a great scrambler uh and when khabib's able to pin people up against the fence like he did mcgregor and keep him there uh, it's a dominant fight for him, but we want to see him fight someone who can scramble, someone who can get out of those situations, get it back to the feet at least like half the time, right? Because if he gets you down at the beginning of a round, usually more often than not, he keeps him there the whole round and that round's his and it's it's there's nothing you can do about it, right? If you're fighting against him. But this seems like a situation where Justin Gaethje might be able to scramble and get out of it. Um, I love what you said about how Justin... You're exactly right. He literally started his career, nicknamed himself the highlight, uh, and was a complete brawler. Like, either knocked someone out or got knocked out, and he just seemed like one of those guys that does that. But then he realized, he basically, I actually listened to him talk about this, where he said he changed his dream from being the most exciting fighter in the UFC, because that's what he originally wanted to be. It was just the most exciting. Like you said, gets paid more, gets more respect. He went, he went from being wanting to be the most exciting fighter to being the champion. That's basically a change of mindset he had to make, and that's why he started to incorporate his wrestling. That's why we see more uh, more discipline in his striking. He doesn't brawl as much. He's more technical, blah, blah, blah. I could go on and go on and on and on. Uh, but he's really turned a corner, and he's earned the shot, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree with all that. I, I think, But I, at the same time, I think it could also definitely be... A, I think Khabib's going to win. I just want to say that. All yeah. the praise for Gaethje. But yeah. I think there's a very realistic chance that we have all this praise and we say, like, he's such a great wrestler and he gets in there and Khabib still absolutely dominates yeah, him. Yeah, I know. And beats him in, like, you yeah. know, probably, like, I would say, like, three rounds. There's I, a I think, chance. I, w- I want to say, like, the on- like Khabib's only ever, like, lost on the scorecard, like, one... R- I think Conor one McGregor round. in, like, the second round of their fight yeah, it's was, like, exactly the only right. fight that was scored against Khabib. Isn't that crazy? Which is insane. And so I could easily see it being a thing where it's close and not as dominant, but mm-hmm. Khabib just wears him down as the better wrestler. Like, it's going to come down to wrestling at the end of the day. Right. As as the host of a, a sports betting-themed podcast, I want to give you Justin Gaethje so badly, but I just I just can't give you Justin Gaethje at plus 275 as a pick. I, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. Uh, I mean, you can't bet against a guy like Khabib. That's really the reason. It's not a bet against Justin. It's a bet against... Uh, it's a it's a bet for Khabib because you can't bet against Khabib. It's like betting against you know like LeBron in, in, in the finals. Like you just there's some people you don't bet against. Some people that 
are yeah, you know like a rare heroes breed. in yeah. sports. Yep, yeah, yeah. There's it's a rare breed, but Habib is that rare breed for combat sports, and I think he's literally the only one. Like he's the only one who you literally can't. I can never. I'll, I will never bet against him until he loses, if that ever happens. Um, so in this situation. You know, they're really selling the fight, saying Justin's, you know, he's the uh, presents the most problems for, for Khabib. And I agree with that in a lot of ways. He does present a lot of new problems. That being said, Habib is just good old reliable. Um, he'll take him down. He'll control him. And he's not bad on the feet either. Khabib's not terrible on the feet. Yes, he's not as good as Justin on the feet. But Khabib's good enough to uh, maybe land some shots by making Justin think about the takedown. Then he'll take him down when he's not expecting it. He'll hold him there. Justin will get up. It'll be a. Cl- I think it'll be a close fight, but I I have to take Khabib here at minus three fifty. Yeah, I, I'd love to see Khabib take some take some damage. Me too. Like I don't. I, I'd love to he, see him like bleed. Ever, yeah, I don't think he. I was gonna say, has he ever right. bled before? Right. Like, I don't know that he has. Yeah, I'd love to see some Justin give him some some trouble, and that seems to be what he's you know the the narrative that Justin's selling to. He's like, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do damage. Like I'm just gonna do damage. That's what I want to do. I'm gonna do damage. That's what I like to do. Um, and he thinks he'll he'll get the job by by doing it that way. Should be a cracking fight. Looking forward to it. We're both siding with Habib Nurmagomedov at minus three fifty. Any other picks on UFC two fifty four from you? I'm gonna take Tai Tuivasa on the prelims. Big prelim guy. I'm never gonna bet the prelims. Huge prelim guy. <laughs> Tai Tuivasa all day long. Big fan of that guy. Um, I think he's at. I think he's a slight underdog at plus one fifteen. In his matchup with Stefan Struve, I'm taking him. Uh, that's pretty much all all the ones I really liked. I like really I really like this main card. I feel pretty good about our picks. Um, like we mentioned, the one underdog upset we see is Walt Harris. The good big good ticket. opportunity for for a parlay here with with, oh, yeah, with these lines. I feel like let's the, close uh, out with a lock dog parlay. Your lock for this show, Mark. I'm giving my lock to Khabib. I'm gonna put my lock on yeah, the main fight. Yeah, it's fair. It's a fight we all want to see. The guy that's never lost before. Mm-hmm. The guy that probably never will lose. Imagine, unless Andre the Giant comes back from the dead <laughs> and fights him. Imagine his first loss <laughs> is when you take him as a lock. That would be hilarious. That would just be just my luck. So <laughs> I, I, I have to apologize in, in, uh, in advance to him for that. But Khabib. I'm going to take Khabib as my lock. Minus 350. My lock will be Magomed and Kalaev in the opener of the card. Uh, we mentioned he was at... A minus 280 favorite price over Ian Kutalaba, as I mentioned, just a cut above, just a cut above as a fighter. As long as he doesn't get knocked out in the first round or maybe the second round, I think he gets the job done. Uh, Ankalaev is my lock. Your dog. We probably have the same one. I think we only took one underdog. Yeah, we both took Walt. Walt Harris. Harris as our dog. Um, depending on your book, I'll let you take Harris as your dog. No, thank thank you for allowing You're welcome. That. Yeah, thank you for allowing I'll let that. it happen on our show. Uh, for most people's books, unless you're with my bookie, the best, uh, you might have Whitaker as an underdog, so we'll slide him in as an underdog, <laughs> as my dog. So we've got Walt, Harris, and if, uh, if Whitaker's your underdog, then he's an underdog as well. Um, your parlay. Parlay. I like the parlay this week. I'm going to give uh, Khabib, mm-hmm. Haas, Whitaker, Ankalaev, and Lauren Murphy. (laughs) All five of them. Okay. For a plus 518 parlay. So you just, okay, you just left out, you basically took all the favorites. You left out Walt Harris. You left out out the underdog and parlayed the favorites on the main card. Yep. 
got it for a plus five fifty or five eighteen price. I'm gonna parlay Robert Whitaker. I really think he gets the job done. Nurmagomedov and Ankalaev. Those three, three fighter parlay plus two twenty six. I think that's a pretty good one right there. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Give a visit to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Follow at the SGP Network on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at K-W-H-A-T-N-A-L-L. On Instagram, K-Y-L-E-W-H-A-T-N-A-L-L. Almost forgot to spell my last name. Uh, Where can they follow you, Mark? Uh, In their dreams. In their dreams. They'll follow you in their dreams. Any last words for Mark before we close out the show for the week? Just want to say that sports are tight. Say it every week. It hasn't changed. It never will change. See you next time. spring and i'm saying goodbye snow hello adventure and during the honda dream garage spring event you can get epic deals on your favorite honda model ready to get rugged then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive honda suv like the crv hrv pilot passport or redesigned ridgeline want to take a spring road trip then check out a fuel efficient turbocharged civic or accord say goodbye to winter and hello to a new honda don't miss huge savings during the honda dream garage spring event now at your local honda dealer